0: Find your reminders. What do do I mean by that? I want you to find a way to remind yourself of hope. Find a way to remind yourself of his goodness and his mercy and his loving kindness and his peace and how he is forgiving and how he continues to open up doors for us. Find your reminders. And the reason why I'm saying this, and I hope you feel and sense the urgency within me to find your reminders is why? Because life is going to come for you. Things will happen. You will not get the job that you always wanted. Maybe the relationship won't work. A loved one will pass away, and those things are difficult. You may suffer from some form of anxiety or depression or self-doubt or insecurity, something that is going on because why we are human and born in this flesh, the enemy is always gonna throw something at us that will keep us away from the hope of Christ. Find your reminder. We see so much happening in this world. We see so much happening from the 24 hour news cycles on social media. It is always something, and it's easy to lose hope. I need you to find your reminder. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate or anything grand or whatever, but just find a way to remind yourself of who you serve, of the Father that He is, of the glorious love that He gives on a consistent basis. Find your reminder. On today, I just want to speak to you from my heart. There's not really a main scripture that I will be coming from, but it's just really my concern for my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. We are losing hope day by day. We are being challenged on a consistent basis. And yet it is difficult for us to find Christ in the midst of something that we're not happy about. Are we looking for the lesson? Are we looking for another level of wisdom? Are we looking for God even in the midst of craziness? You gotta find your reminder. Welcome back to Conquering Me Podcast. We are in episode 16. And today we're just gonna talk about finding a reminder. And the reason why I say finding because sometimes we have to search for a way to remind ourselves of God, remind ourselves of his goodness and his mercy. Some people, it comes naturally, they just have that gift of faith. They have that gift of joy. They have that. Some of us, because of maybe the way we were raised, we were raised to always be skeptical or we were raised to always look for the negative, that we have to search for a way not to be that. So find that reminder. And one of the easiest and simplest ways that I do it for myself is I write. I write a lot, I have a lot of journals. I have several journals from studying journals, things that that the Lord gave me while in prayer the Lord gave me while I was just studying the word of God and I see questions that come along as I'm studying the word of God and I see how God gave me understanding in that and sometimes he didn't but I've realized when I write this stuff down and I have and I love to date it as well so when I date it I go back and I look at it and I'm looking and I'm seeing wow look what God said to you in 2016 look what God said to you in 2018 Look at that clarity and I can see where I was at a mental and a spiritual place. And I see how God matured me over the years. And I see how God gave me knowledge that was different from where I was. That was my reminder that I am growing in the moments where I feel like I'm not growing. The enemy's job is to always steal, kill, and destroy. Period. That's what Christ says. That he comes, the thief comes, but to only still kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. Part of the main reason about this podcast with Conquering Me, it is for us to shift our perspective. To look for the life and the life more abundantly. Because I understand that there is always a war going on in the spiritual realm. There's also always a war within my flesh. Paul says, even when I try to do good, evil is always present. Meaning that this flesh, this sinful nature that we have been born into because of the original sin of Adam. There's always something tugging away from me to not do what God has called me to do to not live in his fullness, live in his glory, to really rest in him. We had an episode last week about resting in God. We have to find reminders of who God is. Set reminders of how you have grown in Christ. Celebrate yourself. I, I, I want you to take a minute. Take a minute right now. And I want you to think about how far you have come. I don't care how long you've been in the faith. You could have been in the faith. Maybe you just joined yesterday. Maybe you just started believing in God this moment. If that is you, I want you to celebrate that. Remember, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So some of the ways that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy is to make us feel like we're not progressing. Make us feel like we're not doing enough. Make us feel like we're not good enough. All of these things, the enemy will play us or make us feel like we are stagnant or whatever the case is. But if you can say, no, I've learned more within this year. I've, I've gained more scriptures. I have been praying more. I've been, I've been noticing I'm changing. My habits are changing. Celebrate that. And when I say celebrate that, I'm not talking about announce it to the world. If that's what you so desire, you do that. Because the Bible does say we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. So if your testimony is, I can see a significant change in myself and how I'm speaking and how I'm doing. If that's how you feel led to do, and I'm saying led to do, led by the Holy Spirit, then do so. But when I say celebrate yourself, I mean get up. Get into the first mirror that you can find in your home and tell yourself, good job. Tell yourself, do that. Because we have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. So you have to get up and say, good job. Good job, man. Good job, sis. Whatever. Tell yourself you are believing more. You are hoping more. You are doing the things. You remember how God told you to do this? And at first, if this was you two years ago, you wouldn't have done it. I used to tell my husband messing with him. He, I remember it was some years ago we got into a conversation. And this is the first time that I did this. And he said something slick, being funny. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to answer and respond like I normally do. And I told my husband, I said, Hey. We we need to celebrate that. And I literally gave myself a high five and told myself good job because why Jennifer you're growing. Find your reminders. Set your song, set your playlist. That is a playlist of victory. I have a playlist of victory because I was watching and listening to too many things that wasn't feeding my spirit so I have a playlist that just makes me feel good. That makes me feel glorious. That makes me aware of the presence of God. I was listening to a uh, teacher, and he said this, which I was—it I, was for me—it was a simple statement, but it really stuck with me. He said, "We know that God is everywhere." We know that because God is omnipresent. That means he is in all places at all times. But are we aware of his presence in the very moment? And I mean by this is, am I making a conscious decision and a constant reminder some way, somehow that God is with me right here? Even in this moment, God is with me. It doesn't matter where I go, in my car, on the way to work, um, at church, wherever you are, God is with us. Are we making ourselves aware of that? Even in turmoil, God is with us. One of the, a, a tough thing that I had to experience, God has allowed me to overcome several things. But one of the recent tragedies that I had to face was my father passing away. This year will be two years ago. And it was very difficult to see my father decline, a man that was always so strong and mighty. We used to tease him for literally breaking an apple with his hand. He would just split an apple with his bare hands. No need for a knife. He would just put his fingers in it and crack it open. My dad took pride in being strong and a protector and a man of a God. There was a certain uh, idea that he had that a man should be. And I was blessed to have him as an example. But to see him in his last few months of life decline to where he became so weak and thin, my faith was tested. Am I going to believe in the almighty plan of God or am I gonna look for the results that I want? I had to make the decision to stand strong on the faith that I was raised in, what my father taught us and what my mother taught and what God has taught me over the years. Or am I gonna lose hope in a situation that was hopeless? The doctors told us that he wasn't gonna last too long, that he was gonna pass away soon. And we were believing, We we are people of faith. Miracles happen all the time. But then God had to remind me, is death not the ultimate healing in me? And I was like, wow, yes, it is. As believers, that's why we believe, because we know that there is eternal life. We know that there is more beyond this earth. So my faith was tested of Jennifer, what you going to believe. Are you going to believe in what you've been praying over and what you've been uh, uh, reading about regarding me, regarding your Lord and savior? Am I going to believe that? Or am I going to be upset because the results are not, the outcome is not what I desire. Can I be like the three Hebrew boys when they were thrown in the fiery furnace? And he said, I know that my God is able to deliver us, but even if he does it, he is still able. Find your reminders, even when life doesn't come out the way that you desire. The outcome isn't how you want it to be. The relationship didn't go the way you want it to go. Whatever it is. You got to find a way to stand on firm on the word of God and say, God, I know that you are still able. Even if my loved one passed, I trust and I believe that you are all knowing that this is a part of your plan. Even if I had to relocate. uh, Look, that's what my husband and I had to do. We had to relocate. Suddenly we were following God. But Jennifer, are you going to trust God in the midst of this? It's not what you desired, but it was required of you. I had to find my reminders. Reminder that he is always with me. That I am. He is present right here in this very moment. In this very moment, he is here with me. Find your reminders. I just wanted to talk to you. And encourage you and urge you to find your reminder whatever it is create your playlist, write down whatever God has spoken to you or what you have received in service. I'm talking about write it down. have a journal specifically for you or have a spot specifically for your Bible study like separate it create make it sacred. Nothing else can go into this. Nothing. Like that's how I treat my journals. My, my spiritual, I call them my spiritual journals. My journals about my faith. And when I say spiritual, I'm not talking about the midst of everything because I know that people use spiritual in a sense of not believing in one form of religion. I'm talking about the spirit of God. Jesus Christ. So I have my journals where this is specifically what I have heard in prayer or maybe something I've gotten out of somebody's message or something I've heard and it was so profound to me. What I received from Bible study, just my own time studying with the Lord. And I go back and I read that. And I just say, wow, God, you're amazing. You really are an encourager. You really give us hope. I go back and I flip and I say, wow, look how far you brought me from. Wow, look how this this question that I had here, I didn't understand, but now it's so deeply ingrained in me two years later, I don't have to worry about am I protected? I don't have to worry about whatever that question was. Find your reminders. Because the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy. But we have to become intentional Christians. Just like how we have maybe a form, a system or organization to keep us on point with our jobs. What are you doing specifically for your faith? I understand that we go to church. Some go to Bible study. But is there more that you can be doing to strengthen your faith. Is there more? I have a really good friend of mine. She is wonderful. She's an advocate for black and brown children within the state and um, coming out of the juvenile system. Um, and she talks a lot about mental health. And one of the things that she does for herself, she has a 10-minute reminder to have mindfulness, mindfulness moments where she's just mindful. Of, her, of what she's doing. You shut down everything and she becomes very aware of what she's doing. It can be something as simple as washing dishes. She's paying attention to the water. She's paying attention as she scrub each dish. And I know some people are like, wow, that's deep, come on. Do we have to do that? I'm gonna be honest with you, we do. You know why we do? Because we are so distracted on so many things, we are unaware of who we are. We are unaware of the very presence and the essence of God. And if we look for God in everything, we can find him in everything. Let's go back to the example of washing the dishes and being mindful. We can sit here and say, wow, God, you created water. So not only it will replenish the earth, but also I can wash dishes with. You gave man the idea to come up with the plumbing system. Somebody had an idea for the faucet. Somebody had an idea for a plate. Somebody figured out how to create ceramic or plastic out of materials. This stuff didn't fall from the sky. Someone had an idea that I believe came from God. And here's the truth of it. The Bible says that gifts are without repentance, meaning that God gives us all gifts. Then it is our choice, our decision, if we're going to use those gifts for the glory of God or not. So there's a lot of things that people are doing that came from God, but they're not giving it back to him. Our job as believers is to take what God has given us and given it and give it back to Him so that He may have the glory. Find your reminders. Find your reminders. Whatever you need to do. I want you to do that. I want you to find ways to stay encouraged. Find ways to stay hopeful. Find ways to stay uplifted in the joy of the Lord. Even with tragedy comes because here is the truth what the lord taught me when my father got really really sick during that time i was doing a lot of praying and fasting and when it was time for my father to pass away when he died i was able to see the glory of god immediately it was because god was preparing me in advance I made the decision to dance in my room and just be and just give God glory through dance. I made the decision to uh, sit outside and look at the sun and feel it and see how quiet it was because this was during a pandemic. Here in Washington State, we shut down. So it got really quiet. And it became such a force to be still. But it was a spiritual moment for me. God was girding me and he was protecting my heart and mind for the moment that my father passed. I didn't know it. Looking back, I see it. At that moment, I didn't know it. I didn't know what God was doing. So this is something to encourage and hopefully to urge you all and maybe as a warning. Let this be the time to where you really, really, really dig your heels in deep to say, I'm going to find every way possible to stay encouraged in the Lord, to stay hopeful in the Lord. So that if tragedy does company, or how about this, or just an outcome that I was really, really hoping for, if it doesn't happen my way and what I desired, it will not, take me out, nor will it make me go two steps backwards. I will see it and I will keep on pressing because I have the hope of the Lord. I hope you all have gained something today. I know today is one of my shorter podcasts, but this was just something that was on my heart and mind. I just wanted to share with you all to find your reminders, whatever you need to do, find a way to remind yourself of the glory and the joy of the Lord. Lord, we thank you for this time that you have placed us here together. Every person that has listened to this podcast, whenever they find it, God, I ask that your spirit meets them. Let them let their mind and their heart be open to you and what you have called them to gain from this particular episode. God, we thank you. We thank you for who you are and we thank you for continuing to be our hope. Even in the midst of everything around us going crazy, you are our hope, God, and we will be the hope for others that's what you have called us to be and that's what we will do with the joy of the Lord Lord we love you we honor you and we adore you and this last calls for anyone that wants to be saved if you want to be saved I ask that you just repeat after me Lord come into my life forgive me of my sins I believe that you are my Lord and Savior I believe that you died for my sins and you got up with all power. If you believe that and you have confessed with your mouth and believe in your heart that the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior, that he died and he rose again for you, you are now saved. Heaven is rejoicing. We are rejoicing. And we want to say, welcome into the family. You have brothers and sisters in Christ that will walk with you, that will pray with you, and that will encourage you. You got this. Find your reminders. Love you all and speak to you next Friday.